Do you love women in charge dynamics? Are you ready to take your feminine dominance skills to the next level? To learn to dominate safely, creatively, and most of all, confidently? Looking for information on how to encourage growth, learning, and discipline in your power dynamic? Or maybe you want to learn how to really submit in a woman-led dynamic. Are wondering how to find the right dominant partner for you? And to learn and train to please her the best way possible. You're in luck. FLR, Femdom, and Women in Charge is happening online June 10th through 12th and is now open for registration. Get your ticket to get access to the special learning and interactive events leading up to the weekend. Enjoy Femdom-centered content to share and discuss. Plus, get your personal invite to a special Discord server to meet other Women in Charge enthusiasts, to get to know each other, and connect before and after the event. Find out more at womenincharge.info. That's womenincharge.info. Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. I've been developing the idea of mountain people versus ocean people in conversations with friends and loved ones lately. Mountain peoples are the thinkers. Ocean people are the feelers. What we see of mountains seem to never change or change slowly, while what we see of oceans can change day to day, even minute to minute. And like love languages, I think that these differences can change how we think about interacting with others. It's changed how I interact with my partner for sure, and I continue to learn from the idea as I develop it and discuss it and get feedback on it. Today, though, I'm talking about no again, and that there are some people for whom no doesn't exactly mean no, and that's okay. I mean, It's okay when it doesn't lead to harm, which honestly will probably be most of the time, thankfully. But when a simple word like no is used ambiguously, I feel there is much greater potential for harm, not only to the person who uses it to mean something other than no, but also to the person who learns that no may mean something else and the people they interact with after that lesson. So, yeah, let's talk about when no doesn't mean no. Okay, I'm gonna be clear here. I think this is some bullshit and I don't do it in my relationships, but people do for their own reasons. And I'm going to explore this so you have examples of how no can be used that is not actually no feels very, depends on what your definition of is, is to me, but you do you. No means yes. And here I'm going to be a bit silly. In Polish, no, spelled and pronounced exactly that way, is an affirmative response. It's used less often as a direct response, though. Will you kink with me? No. 
it's not really the right grammar. More likely to use tak or nye. I love to kink. No. Yes. Or noto dobra. Yes, it's good. Polish speakers use no in conversation to show that they're listening, as English speakers might use yeah, sure, uh-huh, or go on. No means I'm being playful. Some people like to play the brat in their relationships, whether power exchange or not. In those situations, no might mean make me or Chase me through the house growling while I giggle until you catch me and have your naughty, naughty way with me. In a case like this, I would suggest that you have a word that doesn't really fit into most situations naturally that can be used to mean no, 100%, absolutely. So if there's confusion or an actual hard no needs to be uttered, that word can stand in its place. For example, red. Snickle fritz, asparagus, I mean no, meatloaf, you know, I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. When something like this is negotiated and put into place in a relationship or a scene, it's often called a safe word. All of these are safe words I've encountered in my time in kink. No means, oh, fudgesicles, that hurts. In some cases, during intense kinky play, the word that comes out of people's mouths is no. It can be used in those cases as a sort of exclamation, even an utterance of, I don't like that, don't want it, but will also quite possibly enjoy how I feel when it happens. In mind games and edge play, the no could be part of the scene. Convince me you don't want this or I will stop the scene. When it's something you do very much want and hope will be part of the continued scene. Again, in cases like this, a safe word is used. Safe words are nice because you really only have to agree to them once per scene or per relationship, depending on your dynamics. And then you can say no all you want without repercussions until the scene, dynamic, or relationship ends, or you safe word out. Non-negotiated no's. The following not no is not negotiated, and as such, to me, erodes the confidence that anyone can have in the word no in their relationships and communication. My answer is simple. I take people at their word. If they say no, I take the no. I would prefer to be wrong some of the time by taking a no to mean no than to be wrong by thinking it meant something else. And frankly, if someone says no to me without prior negotiation and does not mean no, I'm going to bet they will not be a good match to me in communication styles and relating. People say things like, People say no and mean yes, or yes and mean no. People play word games. Yes, they do. However, I can choose to engage in those games or not. And I choose not. So moving forward, 
No means prove that you want it. Some people use no as a way to gauge your desire and persistence. If you really wanted fill in the blank, you'd have tried harder. I don't play this game and I don't accept people playing this game with me. If I want something, I'll say so and give you a chance to consent or not. I expect the same in return. My no is absolute. I made that clear in my previous writing and podcast. I'll link to it in the show notes. In other words, if you interact with me, you can rest assured that my no means no if I choose to not qualify or add explanation that invites further discussion. Obviously, not everyone works that way. And that leads to some pretty interesting conversations. For example, one person talking about communication mentioned that questions like, does that no mean never? Or is this something we can talk about at another time? Sure, I'll take that. After all, good communication is important and making sure that we understand and can be understood is the foundation of good relating. However, it is a slippery slope and I would take care. It's easy to use, can we talk about this later in a way that invalidates the no response and makes people feel pressured. My no does not remove the power of your choice. Me withdrawing consent does not actually stop you from doing anything. It's your response to me withdrawing consent that stops you. Or you stop you. Or you don't. I said in my original writing, no does not mean convince me. Someone replied, neither does it mean that someone is not permitted to attempt to convince you. So I didn't say it did. My no does not remove anyone's autonomy, (laughs) even when it should. Generally, any attempt to convince me after a no will absolutely convince me that you are not interested in my consent or how I feel about things especially if I simply said no without additional invitation to speak. And that is something I will note for my interactions with you going into the future. I also said no does not mean offer me something very similar, but bump down in intensity by one notch over and over until you find something I will agree to. They said, right, But a person doesn't normally need your permission to offer you something similar or even the same thing again after a reasonable period of time. So no should not be looked at as a response that prevents this. Again, my no does not do anything other than provide information about my lack of interest, desire, or consent. That's not how it works. I'll say this, I'll say this, people also do not need my consent or yours to send unsolicited dick pics or put dicks in their avatars where allowed, like on FetLife. Them choosing to do so, however, gives me information about who they are as people and how they think, and I don't need their consent to reach those conclusions. 
I'd said no does not mean ask me why and argue with me about the validity of my decision. They said, if someone asks you to explain your decisions, it's up to you whether you do so or not. They're right. And how someone asks me to explain my decisions will give me additional information about whether they actually respect that decision and want to know more or whether they are sea lioning or similar. They followed up with, your right to change your mind is one of the reasons those with whom you voluntarily interact may try to do so. Sure. My right to change my mind, however, is not their right. And if they try to change my mind when I say no, instead of "Mm, possibly or I'm not sure, then I will know that they believe that their desire for something is more important to them than my withdrawn desire or lack of consent. I'd said no is a complete sentence. No need to interpret. They said, complete sentences still need to be interpreted. You have an intended meaning. It is not the only reasonable meaning. And this is the crux of the matter. In my world, there is only one interpretation for no. I personally choose to leave my no as unambiguous as possible. I don't use no to mean maybe, convince me, or anything other than no, full stop. This is why my previous writing used so many me's and only a single you used in context of are you available Tuesday evening as an example. I also don't interpret others' no's as anything other than a full stop. I literally took my hands immediately off a play partner when they accidentally said no during play and made them convince me they really wanted what I was doing. (laughs) It actually turned out pretty hot and not nearly as awkward as it sounds, but awkward or not, I would have honored the no. Your no is allowed to mean anything you want it to. Heck, Any word can mean anything you want it to. Banana can mean no, or yes, or remember that time we were at the zoo and that monkey made a rude gesture with its banana? Of course, two people or more can agree to a different definition for the word no, or agree to high context language interactions. That does not change the default. And I hope that when it doesn't mean no, end of story, that you are clear about that. And when it does mean no, end of story, you don't hold it against anyone who does not take it as a final no if you choose to not be consistent with your meanings. What are your thoughts? Do you negotiate a safe word for play and relating so that you can say no and not mean it? or possibly put other agreements into place? Do you keep your no sacrosanct? Do you think that language is far more flexible than I am portraying it and I'm a stick in the mud? I'm 100% okay with that. Thank you for joining me today.
If you love this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Dating Kinky, it's built by Kinksters for Kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Also, find me on the new Moan app in beta for iPhone. I'm Miss Nookie there. T-H-E-M-O-N-A-P-P dot com. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.